Hey, hello everybody. Drew and Guillermo sent you the mic. Hey, Belladone. Hi, everybody. Can everyone hear me? Show me an emoji react if you can hear me. Okay, I, okay, perfect, perfect. Good, thanks guys. Drew, Guillermo, what's up? Hey, hey, what's going on? Not too much. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Hey, Bows. Hey, everybody in the audience. All right, looks like uh, we're waiting for Wag Me Jesus. Yeah, waiting for Wag Me. But, <laughs> uh, he's, uh, he said he'll be on uh, in just a couple minutes. So Okay, perfect. We can wait a little bit. That's fine. All right, that's good. I'm going to send him an in the meantime. There we go. How's your Friday going, guys? So far, so good. Yeah. I I should have read the the book that other recommended, but instead I was reading another one. Which one? Hug your haters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Batern, who I don't think is here today, or he might be. He might show up, but he'll be listening. Um, has been telling us all about this book he's been reading called "Hug Your Haters." <laughs> he's been ranting and raving about it. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, and now I'm interested in reading uh, another book that is mentioned on that book called Utility. Uh, and I think it's from giving utility from companies to users. Interesting. Well, if you, like, if you enjoy it, let us know. And maybe maybe some of us would like to check it out. So it's pretty good. It, it's basically a customer support book. It's just tips and advices on customer support. But it, it's generally interesting. That's what it's all about, I guess, right? So is that, uh, is that Wag Me on the uh, Updog account? Yeah, what's up, bro? How's everyone doing? Hey. Good, man. What's going on? Hello. How much? Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here today. All right, let's kick off. Let's kick off. And the room will fill up as we go along. So hi, everyone. Welcome to another In the Bat Cave. Today we are in the Bat Cave with Updog, of course. Updog is a Solana NFT project for the ecosystem by the ecosystem. And they're crossing token economics and culture, or tokenomics, um, in a never before seen way by airdropping 65% of their total supply to Solana protocols, devs, NFT collect collectors, and community contributors. That's pretty cool. Can't wait to dive in and learn more. I'll just give a little bit of background on the BAT community before we dive in though. So for anyone visiting from the outside, we are the BAT community. Welcome and thank you for being here. BAT stands for Basic Attention Token, an Ethereum-based utility and rewards token used within a privacy-respecting digital advertising platform and browser from Brave. You can think of BAT as Brave's way of fairly pricing user attention. And Brave is a user-first, fast and secure web browser that blocks creepy third-party ads and trackers on the web. And this includes those annoying ads on YouTube. Instead, it pays users BAT 
for choosing to view ads that are privacy respecting and totally opt-in. Users then have the option to pay it forward and support their favorite content creators or causes with tips or monthly donations in BAT via a contribution system built natively into Brave. Brave also comes with its own private search engine called Brave Search, private video conferencing tool called Brave Talk, and crypto wallet called Brave Wallet, um, <laughs> among other privacy and security and Web3 features. The wallet is native to the browser and doesn't require a browser extension like other hot wallets do. It's also multi-chain and comes preloaded with support for numerous crypto networks and currently offers DAP support for Ethereum and EVM compatible ecosystems and Solana on both desktop and mobile. So pretty awesome. Definitely check it out. If you aren't a Brave user, it's available on all platforms. You can check it out, uh, download it from brave.com. And if you want to learn more about Basic Attention Token, our website for that is basicattentiontoken.org. Um, also, just wanted to mention, we have a Tuesday BAT community call that Luke Mulks from our team hosts. Uh, like I said, every Tuesdays, um, we'll get the time up here. We'll, we'll pin the link for everybody. But that's where you can join and learn the latest developments around BAT, if you're interested. And of course, uh, please hop into our Discord server at discord.gg slash batbrigade. All right. Um, now let's go around and do intros. Since I have the mic, I'll just kick off. My name is Jenny. I'm speaking from the Bat Community account today. I do community and partnerships here at Bat and Brave. Been here since early 2018. I came in through the community, and it's been a total blast. Um, since then. You can reach out to me about anything community partnerships related, of course, but really anything in general. My DMs are open. My Twitter account is bat underscore Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E, -N -N -E, if you want to reach me. Otherwise, you can just ping through the bat community account. But now I'm going to kick it over to Drew for his intro. Hey, guys. Uh, Drew. Uh, yeah, I usually help run the Bat Brigade Discord server, so you can hit us up in there. Um, as well as, you know, facilitating Twitter spaces and other partnership stuff with Jenny and things like that. So, and also I just wanted to give a shout out to the Brave Search uh, update this, this week that came out with the AI summarizer thing, which is pretty cool. So if you haven't checked that out, check it out. And definitely looking forward to talking to Wagme and the Updog uh, guys about uh, what they got going on here. So looking forward to this one. Also, you can, uh, we do a, a poet that Guillermo uh, illustrates and makes uh, every, for all these Twitter spaces that you can claim in our Discord server. Um, like Jenny said, it's discord.gg slash Brigade, And I'll let him talk about that a little bit more, but you can get it in there during this, during this space here. Hello, everyone. I'm Guillermo Pintoj, and I am an artist specializing in illustration and design for the Brave and Basic Attention Token communities. And I create visually stimulating pieces to support and engage with the communities, such as today's POAP. So now I'm actually starving, so I'll just pass the mic on to Paula. Thank you for being here. Hi, everyone. I'm Paula. I'm based in Costa Rica. I do community management for Bad Costa Rica here on Twitter, uh, where, I'll, where I will be also doing weekly Twitter spaces with some Hispanic ambassadors. If you're interested, you're welcome to join. I also do some partnerships with the team and ads with Spanish-speaking clients and anything Spanish or Latin-related. 
So please feel free to reach out. And very important, if you miss our Twitter spaces, we will be sharing summaries in the Bad Brigade Discord in the AMA Calls Recap channel and also here on Twitter. You can go to the Bad Community account and look for the pinned tweet to get the link where you can find the summaries of our most recent Twitter spaces. Um, we are currently working on the past two with Viking and Xborg, but we will be releasing them soon. Thank you. Amazing. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you, Drew, Guillermo, and Paola. And now, finally, last but not least, we have our wonderful guest, Wagney Jesus from Updog. Everybody give it up by throwing down an emoji react. So what's up, hey. Dog? Welcome to the Twitter spaces. What's up, Dog? How's it going? How's it going? Hey, good, so good. I'll just do a quick intro. My name, yeah. uh, I got banned. It was Wagme Idiot, but I go by just Wagme's cool. I've uh, been on Solana mostly for what like two to three years at this point pretty active i have a, I own a project called ghostface for those who don't know on solana it's an nft project we've got dr four inches down there he's a holder and he's laughing because this is probably the most serious i've been on twitter in the past eight months so they're all enjoying this uh but yeah and i'm working with the team trying to start this project updog right now and uh just to kind of get into it the purpose of updog really was uh, after Bonk came, which was pretty huge, we saw that like Solana was really lacking in you know tokens and like not just like rug tokens every day, but like somewhat legitimate tokens that you know continue to feed liquidity in both directions in the market. And we thought that well, my friend really had this idea for Updog, and the branding was so good that I was like, yeah, let's just do it because uh, it just it just the name just makes the rest of it so simple that I thought like we'd be missing an opportunity to not just go for this. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you have any uh, direction or questions you want to put up? Yeah. Uh, how'd you get banned? Oh my God, bro. I was just being a schizophrenic. Like I, I would just, I think it might've been a project that didn't like our project that like spam reported me. But to be honest, like, I was in this time where I was just saying whatever I wanted on the timeline. And, like, I would just be saying the most ridiculous things. And I got banned, like, seven seven ults. I would make an alt account and then just, like, run it up and then get banned because I'm just saying it was almost like I was trying to get banned, I swear. But maybe it was uh, Dr. Florence down there, the way he's spamming the emojis. Uh, that was Bro, I wouldn't be surprised if everyone in Ghostface... Uh, reports on you man maybe yeah <laughs> i wouldn't be surprised if they all came together to ban me i swear it's it's a project full of the most just like the most just like ridiculous people that you'll ever you'll ever meet i swear to god it's been around since uh 2021 so it's like it's still active it's going strong small community but like pretty pretty tight-knit community yeah yeah i'm in there so i i know it's a uh, pretty wild so you know be yourself here um let's uh and let's do it man word, word, word. i love that definitely be yourself here this is a safe space for sure um i'm curious about your, your twitter handle because uh, so like is it an expression of exasperation like we are gonna make it jesus have some faith no or is it or is it like a claim, like a declaration, like that you're the Jesus of Wagme, which sounds no, like dude. I miss myself. Uh, I'm sorry for cutting you off. I just, I, good. I, 
is a thing on ETH where people mute themselves, but on Soul we didn't used to do that. So I'm just so used to just cutting people off constantly. But uh, no, it was Wag Me Idiot, right? And the meaning of that was just like, it was just a play on words like WGMI and I was an idiot as well. I just thought of it in 10 seconds and, and was like, this is the one. And then I did Jesus because I got banned and then revived myself and came back. And I didn't know what to put, so I just put Jesus. But yeah, there's no meaning. There's no meaning to the name. Resurrected from the dead, man. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and as for um, as for the name of the project, Updog, right? Like, it's clever. It's friendly. Like you said earlier, so catchy. Like, what's up, dog? It's a great slogan. And so much flows from that. Um, when you call someone your dog, right? It means they're your friend, they're your homie, your pal. Was approachability and inclusivity a part of the idea when this project was coming together initially? Yeah, I think it actually was. Maybe not in the foreground. We didn't like really, you know, add that up and think of it. But the purpose of it was kind of just like making something that could be widespread. Like we really just wanted to be super catchy, super brandable, and and just approachable to everyone and to kind of maybe i won't i won't say like get ahead of myself and say we thought it would kick off a solana airdrop season but the possibility of that happening and the possibility of it gaining a lot of attention was uh you know it's just very approachable so we we always thought that could happen honestly That's cool. That's cool. And um, so like we mentioned earlier, one of your project's goals is to cross tokenomics and culture in a never before seen way. So tell us about how the project plans to accomplish this, why you're approaching it in this way. And additionally, maybe also describe some of the challenges that you've encountered so far while attempting this. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So... Like I said, I started in NFTs and most of us on the team are like 100% from NFTs. So when launching the token, the first challenge was like the entire process was just completely foreign. And uh, one kid on the team did like Binance coins. And he said the process for Binance was so simple. But on Solana, it's like so overdone. So it was a that was a huge challenge, honestly, just the entire process of doing the token. Lots of lots of looking things up, had to deploy a Rust smart contract that I'd never even seen before. So it was it was a grind for sure. I want to jump in. Oh, sorry. I don't know if you're finished now. No, you're good. You're good. Okay, all good then. Uh, what is Updog then? Like, what is the project? If I want to tell my parents who are not very tech savvy, how would I explain this to them? Mm, that's, that's a good question. I guess just like a movement like as as uh, corny as that is we just want it to be a movement like we want it to just be a thing that's known in the ecosystem because uh like um the bat what's what's the host name today i forgot jenny or jenny yeah yeah okay cool like jenny said uh we were going for you know, community meets tokenomics, NFT meets tokenomics, 
And I think with uh, the branding that we've kind of gone for, we just were going for something that spreads easily and sticks and has like a core backbone grounded in itself, like not trying to, you know, grasp at straws and do this and do that. Uh, we were thinking of doing a, uh, a hacker house to kind of build more things that utilize it without switching the brand up from community uh, brand movement. We didn't want to switch too far into like tech project, but we still want to allow space for those things to be built. So I'd really, I'd really summarize it as like, it's, it's, it's a movement. It's a vibe. I'll just make a quick stop. Cause I, I was caught hitting. So give me just a few seconds. If so anyone else wants to jump in, yeah, catch, please do. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll hop in real quick. Um, so I guess what makes it different from any other, you know, meme coin or, you know, shit coin, et cetera. Yeah, so what makes it different? I guess, first off, that the team behind it is people who, like, have been here for a while, are doing other things that are serious. And we kind of looked past the, you know, 10-second launch, pump and dump, make as much as possible and leave. And we were like, okay, this has the potential to, you know, go go parabolic like Doge or, or Shiva and... We, you know, not to say we're counting on that, but like we just built with that 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 uh, possibility in mind, you know. So we kind of looked at a further timeline, like further out on the timeline, like building the NFTs, uh, getting things set up to have a, have it integrated in different ways. Like, like I said, maybe doing a prize for a hacker house, uh, building some things ourselves, possibly. Just just like a longer horizon than just a, a meme coin. Cool, cool. Yeah, like that makes sense. So um, I just got to give another shout out to uh, Dr. Four Inches and Goats down there. Just hitting those emoji racks nonstop. The stamina is pretty impressive. <laughs> no, yeah, they're insane, bro. They, 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 those might be the two craziest people in, in fucking Ghostface, dude. They're insane. <laughs> good times, good times. But uh, yeah, yeah. So um yeah, I don't know if uh, Polly wanted to ask a question or if Jenny had something. Um, but yeah, I think if you can, you know, get it to where it's not, yeah, just a pump and dump and it catches on and that, that'd be that'd be great, obviously. Um, but yeah, can you tell us, I guess, a little bit more about uh, the plans as far as, uh, I, I guess it was supposed to be airdropped yesterday. Um or at least a portion of it and or how you split those up and, and what's uh, kind of what's next or what's going on. Yeah. So the initial plan was an airdrop yesterday. Actually, we plan on having the airdrop uh, spread out over the course of weeks, which first off is like kind of a testament to the staying power that we are hoping for, because we don't want it to just be like, Everyone got it at once. Everyone dumped. Whoever dumped first gets the most money. We want it to be like slow and steady while we slowly introduce different things we're doing, such as the NFT, such as, you know, just just cool programs built that utilize SPL tokens for Updog. We have one that I'm talking with one of my Ghostface devs about right now, and uh, we're trying to work on that. I don't want to spoil it and promise too many things, but it's really just like it, 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 it almost started as a joke because the name's so funny, 
but we just realized where it could go and we're like okay let's let's really see what we could introduce down the line to make this legit because like dog coins always pump even if it doesn't go you know doge or shiba level we want it to be solidified in the ecosystem so when dog coins pump you know obviously we want to make money so like we're doing a uh six month drop off devs get no tokens for six months and then a linear vesting schedule every two months we'll get like 2.25 percent 2.5 of uh the dev supply which is like 10 percent for the team so yeah we uh we, we that's that's part of the reason why we want it to actually be legit and actually grow over time because like we know that you could rug it immediately, you know, people rug coins and just make a little stack, sometimes not even that much, or we could put time and effort into it, keep some, uh, you know, respect on our names and what we do here, and potentially have a nice little passive income source that, you know, we put effort into, people put effort into, the community sees it grow, give back to the, give back to the community and you'll receive, I, I truly believe that. With regard to the multi-week airdrop you mentioned, how do you decide which you know collections, devs, projects, communities to airdrop to? So for Updog, we uh, like I said, I'm not sure if you're aware, but Solana had Bonk come out, which was a uh, pretty popular. But one thing we noticed was Bonk was you know it was manipulated as most things are. It was held by some of the richest people on Solana, some of the most OG people. And they just, you know, pumped the living shit out of it and, and dumped on people. And uh, not to say, not to say they shouldn't have, to be honest. Like, you know, when someone's in that position, you're not the dev. You're just someone who got a lot, you know, are you not going to sell at the top? So no shade to them at all. But yeah, when, when Bonk airdropped, they didn't include a lot of the OG projects. They included the big name OG projects and a lot of the, you know, big whale projects and things like that. So we kind of wanted to get all the projects that were on Solana that we remember, anyone who had any influence on the culture over the last two years, even projects who are somewhat dead now, we decided to include them. And yeah, we really just went for OG projects, anyone who's had influence on the culture, anyone who's built anything cool in the past two years. And we're tiering the airdrops by a, it's three tiers and basically the top tier is like people who we found to have most influence on the space uh even if their floor price doesn't reflect it like people like pesky pesky penguins like we give them at least second tier because on solana they were huge for so long and they just had such a such an impact on creating the uh, backbone of this ecosystem really and then to add to that there's some projects like secret sphinx society on solana where i've worked with uh the developers and uh, one of the developers is just an insanely talented developer, done a lot for the ecosystem behind the scenes in terms of open source code that he's released. Like he's done a, he might've been one of the first people to do a Solana based, uh, what's it called? Like, um, like mystery box lottery type thing. He made a few things that were open sourced. When I went back, I'm like, I'm pretty sure people just used his code and repurposed it. And he, uh, he got like uh, ripped off by a few people and never really got credit. So like people like that were really in mind when we wanted to uh, include people. Cause I know he didn't get bonk. I know his projects didn't get, didn't get bonk. We just tried to prioritize the people who really made a difference here. Cause we knew they would appreciate it more than uh, whales just getting another payday. 
So you went for projects that have had some kind of influence on the ecosystem at large um, or the culture of the space, sort of regardless of their maybe current popularity or success. That makes sense. That's 100%. And uh, Paola, did you have a question that you want to chime in with? Yeah, so, well, first of all, I just want to say that uh, I'm looking at your website right now and I love it. I love the colors. I love that it's simple and cute. And yeah, it's definitely my kind of aesthetic. <laughs> and I'm looking at the tokenomics and token split. And I'm curious about that. Could you tell us a little bit more about um, Updog's tokenomics, please? Yeah, for sure. So like we said, 50%, we might have put 60 on the uh, the summary but i think that includes the the dow which we'd we'd have for whatever expenses we need to pay for uh you know project or community related things so yeah 60 percent goes to community based on the people we've picked by contribution longevity uh and some people just for being ogs and interacting with us and such filling out forms stuff like that so that's the bulk of the tokens which is why we don't airdrop it all in one day it would take weeks and weeks of just like slowly filling the ecosystem with the token while continuously hitting them with, you know, hard, catchy marketing so that they know who we are, what we're doing, slowly release things. And then we left, uh, what is that, 5% marketing, 5% development, 10% team. That's just like the marketing uh, development for future future things. Pretty cheap stuff if you know how to do it. And then 5% for liquidity, which uh, we're trying to think of different ways to initially see the liquidity that won't be so pump and dumpish because yesterday we tried to do it and it was just it was just a shit show so we're really trying to figure out uh, maybe pre-sales things like that that will just keep it more steady predictable kind of like make people trust the project more understand that you know we're not so set on making money with the token pump and yeah uh, one thing about the tokenomics that didn't mention 15% 15% ecosystem contributors. That's kind of like people who might not be airdropped now, but we'll save it for, you know, developers, influencers, other projects to give to them, you know, whether on a vesting schedule or just straight up give them some. So, yeah, majority is going to community. Awesome. Thanks. So uh, you had mentioned that, you know, one of the guys on the team had, had done um, – you know, coins on uh, Binance or whatever. And uh, how come you guys decided to use uh, Solana for this? And I guess, you know, since the airdrop is supposed to go out, uh, I think, you know, you guys had tweeted out there were some issues. Can you kind of explain well, what happened and what you learned from that and, uh, you know, what goes into uh, making a token on Solana, I guess? Cool, yeah. So the reason we picked Solana was, First off, because that's mostly where we're active. That's kind of just like what we do uh, for the most part in crypto. But as well as the fact that it's just easier to code on, easier to make faster, more efficient, more cool. Just things, like not really anything significant we were thinking of, like nothing groundbreaking, but just like cool, cool, cool little programs, you know, in the in the style of like little browser flash game type things just burn bonk or sorry burn up dog for this burn up dog for that and uh 
we're just familiar with Soul, and that it makes it easier to do it on Soul. And then making yeah. a token on Soul. Uh, I said earlier, like Binance definitely makes it earlier uh, easier. He said because we had to learn a lot, set a lot up. And uh, some of the issues with making a token, uh, vesting. I think Bonfida has a vesting smart contract they made that I messed with. I think to someone who's not really code savvy, it's a lot. It's definitely a lot to read the docs and really understand it. In the end, all you have to do is run a few commands with your um, you know, file system wallet and your key pair. But I think if someone doesn't know how to code, making a token on Solana the right way, is kind of out of the picture until someone creates like some browser-based programs to to do all that vesting stuff. Because yeah, it's a it is confusing, man. Getting into this stuff like there's there's a certain level like NFTs. You can just watch a YouTube video and know how to you know deploy a smart contract on Solana with Metaplex. But tokens, there's not there's not as many resources. There's a lot of issues I came into where I was familiar with the error codes from other coding I've done. So I was just like, okay, I know exactly how to fix this. It's just an RPC error or whatever. But yeah, people who just get into it, they, they wouldn't know what to do, honestly, with the vesting, with the vesting specifically. And um, is that kind of what, what caused the, or what I guess caused the issues? Uh, I saw the tweets, but I didn't dig too deep into them. Um, but uh what kind of caused the issues with the airdrop uh, going out yesterday and and what's the fix or what's the plan, I guess, going forward on that? Yeah. So the issue wasn't with the airdrop, but with the actual token, token launch, you know? So uh, what, what went wrong with that was just the first purchase made by someone bought the entire pool and we were like, okay, this is kind of fucked. And we hadn't tweeted yet. So no one else was buying. I think it was just a bot that just scrapes like new tokens or they were scraping our address and immediately bought the entire pool. And uh, yeah, we hadn't tweeted yet. So no one else bought. And I'm sitting there trying to type the tweet out. It was a pretty intense, like 10, 15 minutes. And I get the tweet out. The first replies are like, nice rug, nice try. Was it worth it? It's like, bro, we didn't, there's no, there's no dollar transactions yet. Someone just bought the pool. So anyway, someone bought the pool. And then I started selling tokens to add liquidity because, like I said, I'd never done tokens. I, I thought I had to go to uh, – I thought I just had to sell a few, but you have to go to pool and add some. So that would – people would see that and be like, oh, devs are dumping. But if you look at the transactions, I was selling like – I was selling like – I sold a guy $1 trillion up dog for like – it was like $40. Like no, one, no one's rugging for like $75. So it was just a, it was just a shit show, bro. It was a complete mess. Like inexperience. I hadn't slept. I was grinding all day doing the vesting and a bunch of other stuff. And then we get to it, and I'm just like high pressure. Never done this before on the spot. People claim it's a rug, so I start. I just I just I just fumbled the bag, really. But we hit the guys up who uh, had the big purchases. Like besides those two purchases, the total amount of liquidity traded was like one hundred twenty dollars. So we have a Google form we tweeted out and anyone who did trade uh, before we said like stop trading will uh, get 100% refunded out of pocket because we made no money. We have nothing to show for this. So yeah, we'll just be uh, refunding everyone and probably going to have to do a new token because this one is just a little cursed. The chart looks, the chart looks awful. There's just a 
Yeah, we'll do. We'll redo a new one, and like I said, we'll think of different ways to start off the liquidity. That might not just be an open book launch, but maybe we'll do like, uh, you know, private private seed around, and then start the pool off with five percent of that, and slowly add it in as we do the airdrop. So it's more gradual, as opposed to just you know, huge spike and then people buy and sell. Gotcha, gotcha. So, um. Uh, any idea on timeline on that or, or what, what can we expect? Yeah, I actually just got a DM from one of the guys who got the one trillion in his wallet. I was freaking out, man. We were in a, we were in a call and we were honestly laughing because the situation was just so awful. Like we just, we just lost everything we put in and I accidentally gave away 2 trillion tokens. It was, it was comical in a way, but a uh, timeline for that. We're, going to check the format after the space start refunding the people who need to be refunded and i think we might go a different direction and create a discord soon and give out a og roles to people who join and stuff like that just uh probably going to take it a little slower and kind of feel it out let people feel us out more get more in the community grow the community a little bit more past just nft people and you know airdrop hunters like like this is good because uh, it's just a completely different community on uh, Bat, and it's nice to reach out in this way. We kind of want to get the crypto Twitter people, the OGs, to join join up as well. Start doing some memes and stuff. And I think once we get a foothold, we'll announce what the next steps are within the, well within the next few days. There'll be an announcement, an official one, kind of detailing what the next week, maybe week or two, will look like. But uh, yeah, we're 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 just slowing down a second, you know, instead of trying to jump back on the gun and get it get it fired off again. Just taking our time. Are you worried at all that uh, you'll have trouble gaining back the trust of the community, or are you confident that you know if you put the right safeguards in place and you know you sort of take your time and are a little bit better about communicating updates and being more transparent? That um, you're pretty confident that you can sort of gain the trust back and, and um, you know, relaunch and uh, have people be excited about it. Yeah, definitely. I was worried at first while it was going down. It was, it was stressful, but uh, I've dealt with a lot of FUD in this space before. And it's, you, you deal with enough FUD. Like I did my, my project on uh, Solana at one point was like arguably one of the most popular. It had, it had the most attention. It was like the big mint of the day and uh, carried a lot of attention for like a couple months. Like, And uh, it was stressful trying to keep up with just the demands of, you know, 5,000 people. And uh, I would DM a lot of them and that's where I messed up. I just needed to cut them off and focus on what mattered. So like, you know, what I'm saying from that is I've dealt with much worse and come back from it still. And I was worried yesterday, but I do know for a fact that this is far beyond salvageable. We can turn this around and even turn it into a positive thing. Like like we're doing right now with this space. Which, uh, thank you guys for having us. It's it's a good opportunity to, you know, we fell, but instead of getting back up, we just turned the fall into a, a roll and we keep going, you know? I love that, turning a fall into a roll. And I mean, it's amazing that you're here and taking accountability for everything. I think like 
this is the best you can do in a situation like this, right? Like, you know, promising to get all of your, all the participants back, like make sure everybody, everything's squared away and then, you know, sort of rebuilding and then showing up and um, yeah, showing face. And, and in addition, it sounds like you've kind of been around long enough to have forged like trusted relationships with, um, you know, OG players in the ecosystem and, and devs and community members. So, you know, there's a degree of like, um, existing trust there, right? Or like willingness to, you know, see how you can turn this around, which is a great thing. Um, For sure. And I would never risk that on, on, you know, a quick 20, 40, 60, 80, even a hundred, $200,000 bag. It's not worth it. Like I I know what kind of money you can make long-term here by actually being someone people trust and come back to. So yeah, that's why I, I just work as hard as I can to, undo any wrong I've done here. Like, yeah, we messed up, but it happens. And everyone knows that. And as long as you just stick around and, uh, you know, keep going, it's, it's always good because there's many times where a project's had a bad launch and I've heard about it just through the grapevine and Twitter chats and discord. And I think they rugged, but then like four weeks later, I see them launch again and it's just, it's just fine. Like it's got the same amount of hype. It actually sometimes does better because there's less, uh, predatory eyes on it, less pump and dump people, and they really show face and build a much stronger base, you know? Um, I was going to ask, you know, how, how far can you get on $120 there in Southeast Asia, my man? Oh, dude, probably like, probably like, <laughs> I don't even know, a month or two? <laughs> I know you're a big fan. I know you're a big fan, but uh, yeah, right, right. right. It might, oh, that you mean might 120 work. K? If I took no, the 120K, yeah, I could live forever. Oh, the 120? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That would pay for like my food at the. By the time I get there, it'd be gone. Gotcha. All right. So I guess yeah, we we run it back and uh, hit it up hard again, and and then uh, go from there. I guess, man. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent. That's all we can do. For reference, how many people are there in the, in the team currently? How many people are what? Uh, are in the Updog team? I think it is six people, six total core team members. We've got a uh, marketing, collabs, and community. Um, what is it called? Creative, like video, art, branding. And then we've got me. I'm doing development, but I'm also doing project management which is kind of the reason why just that just adds a little bit to the stress of the situation, trying to do two jobs at once, which I have a good and bad habit of doing, always trying to do as much work as I can handle. And then we have the true founder who kind of had the idea. Uh, yeah, he spawned the idea, gave me the directions, like his vision, and then I kind of like put the pieces together to see his vision come to life. It's great. And it really puts into perspective, um, you know, the story that you just told us and knowing that it's not a big team, having to endure so many unhappy customers, you know, might be a, a pain. For sure. For sure. Especially when you've got someone like me who's doing all the development, the project management, and just happens to be on the Twitter replying to FUD. It, uh, it, it adds up for sure. It adds up. Yeah, I think it's an important story because I think we've heard, uh, we've had on the spaces people telling about scam stories, people uh, telling us about FUD stories, but I think it's the first time 
that we hear about a you know project who didn't go as planned and now is trying to reestablish itself. So it's a great story to have, and I think it might help others that might go through the same situation. Yeah, man. Let me tell a quick aside. My uh, first project I did on Solana was Ghostface. Uh, there's two two generations. The first one was low supply, 444, back in November, December 2021. So I had just gotten into the NFT space, was doing spaces, meeting people, um, just making a name for myself, doing, you know, trading and tweeting, shit posting, all that shit, and slowly built a cool community. And it's a lot of them are still in here. Like a lot of the people who are listening are like from the OG days, like 2021, October, uh, you know, for real. And Ghostface has that core to it. Whereas through all the bullshit, through all the FUD, they've been the ones who've still been there. And like, I don't, I don't even mind, like I'm, I'm planning to meet up with these people. Like they're just friends at this point, you know, their investments, the project is down bad. Like it's not down terrible, but it's, it's down from all time highs as many projects are. And, uh, I felt responsible for them. Oh shit. Hold on. My, my Twitter is probably about to cut out cause I have like a timer on. So hold on, let me turn this off. But yeah, I felt responsible for their, their bags. And uh, a lot of that weighed on me as I worked on Gen 2. I just ended up over-promising, and our timeline took much longer than, uh, you know, than I expected. And it led to just a lot of negative response from people. And, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm used to all that stuff. But, uh, I'm sorry, the Gen 1 launch also went terribly. It went awful. It, uh... Got honey potted, immediately bought it. The entire supply was bought out in like one second. I had all the OGs who I just talked about, who I've known since October of 21. And we launched this in December of 21. And uh, they were all supposed to get free mints. And it was back in the days where you would just drop the link early for OGs before there was any whitelist tokens on Solana. There was no whitelist. So you just drop the link early in a Discord chat with OGs, right? And uh, yeah, I I was just so stressed, did it all alone, the whole project. And I uh, dropped the link. Um, what happened? It was so, we say we're launching at five. Five o'clock hits. There's no launch. I go in the announcements and I say, hey, it looks like there's a bunch of botters who are about to bot it really hard. Just give us a second. Give me a second. And I'm uploading it, and I see all these honeypots people made getting sold out. Like, there was so much attention on it. When I put that tweet, I got, like, 400 clown emoji react in, like, five seconds, dude. It was insane. I've never seen Discord announcements move that fast. It was crazy. And then um, it comes to this point where I'm, like, inevitably it's going to get botted, but I have no choice. I just have to launch it. I'm trying to at least get some for myself for the dev wallet, so I have to mint first. So... In the heat of the moment, I forgot to put the link in the OG chat, and all the OGs got zero. The people who actually wanted to buy and, and support and stay there uh, in the community, which was really fun, they uh, got zero because I was stressed and just put it in the regular announcements and then ran to mint a bunch for myself. So it was a scuffed launch. It was awful. So to, to bring it back to your question, the answer is, yeah, or I, I've, I've felt this before. I've been here before. It's a story that, like, a lot of people would have rugged there. A lot of people really would have rugged. It was just, I made all the money. Like, we, we made the funds, but it was just so bad in the PR 
uh, area, like everyone who actually supported the project got dicked over and a lot of people would just rug right then and there. We pumped and dumped to like from 0.5 soul mint. We went up to three soul when it was 250. And then we went down to like 0.1 because it was just, people just thought it was a rug because I messed up. And uh, it was really stressful because I was trying to build a name for myself. And a lot of people would have quit, but I had a lot of friends in that project who were OGs and I decided to stick it out. And I, I worked really hard for like eight, eight months straight, just, uh, you know, making sure that the people who stuck with me made money and you can see them still in here throwing up emojis because like a lot of these people made a lot of money that year. Just, we would mint projects together, get whitelist, uh, leverage my following to get a bunch of whitelist for them. It was, it was awesome, man. It was beautiful. We made a bunch of money together. So, you know, to wrap it, to wrap that up, it's just, I've been through it before and I've turned it, I've turned it, I've turned it on its head. I've turned it into a good thing. And this is nothing compared to that. So I'm really not worried about this. Okay, that's great to hear. And you know, great saying you took accountability for the things that happened in the past. Of course, it's not directly your fault, but it's, you know, directly the person that left to interact with the community and take responsibility for it. So it's great to see that you're back on track. And I want to ask a more brighter question. That um, is, in long term, how do you see UpDog impacting the Solana ecosystem and overall crypto system? So over the long term, I think it will just kind of be a familiar face, like something that's there. You know, we're not going to, like I said, because through my other project, I've learned not only bad launch recovery, but overpromising and how dangerous it is. It, it really is. It kills projects. So our, our main goal isn't to make something you know, super intense and development heavy and a whole protocol and a new smart contract. Like what we're really just trying to do is make something cool, familiar, you know, cute, cheeky, just a vibe that, that people are familiar with and they enjoy. And it might be that project that like every time dog coins pump, you sell some cause you, you're farming some and you keep getting, you know, emissions from that or like, told you it was going to cut off can you guys hear me yeah oh you're back yeah yeah so yeah really just uh just cute simple nothing too intense nothing too crazy it's the point of it is just to kind of show what like because solana um can i ask uh the rest of the host are you guys mostly on eth i'm everywhere friend yeah yeah, well, our our token, the bat token, is Ethereum based, but like in general, I think we're kind of all over the place, split between, yeah, Solana and Ethereum. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, we got um, bat on Solana that's bridged over, and you know, I'm in a bunch of NFT projects on Solana. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's good. Okay, so basically, there's this thing. Um, what was it with Soul? Where like. Uh, because uh, I think partly because we came after ETH, we started like really pushing the limits of like what projects should be. And uh, Wab from uh, Sappy Seals, I was talking to him in a space like months ago. And one of the first things he said that really kind of hit me was why is every Solana project trying to be a tech startup? And um, 
it really hit me because Ghostface, my my original project, we were originally just a community. Like that was the selling point. It was a community who's really fun. If you match our vibe, we get whitelist, we fuck around, we're like a family. Like it was just fun. And then Gen Two came out and I started trying to pivot into like, you know, creating this application, which we're still creating right now. The team's pretty small, so it's taken a while, but like we're still doing it. It was just that pivot kind of fucked us over because like we had a good thing going with just being like an OP community, but then we tried to become like we just tried to become something we weren't at our core. And like it's okay to build things. But I think the core of NFTs, when you go further back to things like Bored Ape, uh, you know, Doodles, it was never about like building technology. It was just about a community that is present, that, you know, somewhere to go to in the ecosystem and just be with people, listen to people, chill with people, uh, a familiar vibe across a bunch of different people, bringing people together, really. And um, yeah, we want to we want to keep that aspect of it you know really true in what we do instead of trying to you know promise a bunch of things build a bunch of things we really just want up dog to be like a presence that people are aware of in solana and maybe other chains and a bonus would be if we you know usher in a little airdrop season or help spark some liquidity and get things moving or inspire some devs to make some cool things you know, burn up dog for this, burn up dog for different things. But at the core of it, we're really just trying to be a presence. Okay. Yeah. That's certainly an approach, right? Is like, sounds like you're looking to be kind of a comfort project, if you will, right? Like a familiar face, not reinventing the wheel, but a reliable community and presence in the ecosystem, a refuge maybe. I like it. I saw earlier that uh, Baby Jesus from the audience had a hand up. So Baby Jesus, if you wanna come up to the stage, um, you may have to request the mic again, but you're welcome to come up. You know, if anybody else has questions or something they wanna share in the space, feel free to hop up. Oh, hello? Yeah. Oh, did we? <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah, I was waiting for it to rug. I was like, all right, when's it going to just shut off? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been good today. It's been good today. Sometimes uh, Twitter spaces can be a little bit finicky, but today it's been good. It's been reliable. Is there anything else? Um, Wag me, Jesus, that you wanted to share with our community today? Anything that we didn't get into that you think we should get into? Uh, hold on. I'm pouring some water real quick. Yeah, all good. I think we touched on a good bit, really. Like I said, uh, you know, we're trying something new. Um. And kind of going back to the basics, I feel like, which projects fail to do. Most projects that under-promise are just rugs. So we're really trying to 
change that narrative in a way with this project and just go back to what made NFT fun, what made NFTs fun, which wasn't like, you know, it's it's like if you want to invest in a company, go to the stock market. I really think there's there's good to it as well, though, which is like we're pushing the technology forward as well as the community at the same time. So there are good things about like big tech startup type NFT projects, but uh, it, it gets a little boring when every project to come out is like promising some crazy platform and half of them don't even do it. And like five months later, they say, hey, we ran out of money because we only raised 600K and this is like a $10 million thing. And, you know, we want to kind of bring it back to the fun, bring the fun back. That's really, that's really kind of something we're, you know, anchored on is just, just making it feel fun. Well, I think you have a great attitude and certainly there, you know, are different perspectives about the value of NFT communities. And, you know, uh, you know, you mentioned that comment earlier that a friend of yours made, like, why does every NFT project try to be a tech startup? Like, I think there are arguments like for that, but, um, but Hey, everyone is welcome to their approach. And I think yours is a, a good one. It seems to work for you guys. And, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all on board with it too. You know, making, making NFTs fun. Um, and, it was great today to witness, you know, um, you know, to hear you talk about not only your personal resurrection as Wag Me Jesus, but now um, Updog's <laughs> resurrection. This is a story of resistance and perseverance, ladies and gentlemen, and turning falls into rolls. I really like that. Um, definitely coming away with a good feeling today for you guys. No, I, it really is a story of uh, resurrection time and time again. Like I came here and in, into the nft crypto space and got some good things going but then within a few months i launched my project it went sideways and even the people who trusted me were like is this guy is this guy rugging like i just forgot to send them to the link remember there is no rugging i just forgot to send the link to the ogs but you know as i said it's perseverance and i stayed even though i could have made more leaving doing it again going ghost i decided to stay and see through what I started, which is something that I think is really important because it paid dividends in the end. It's like I have friends who I'll probably know for life now, uh, who I trust, who trust me. And I made a lot more than I would have made uh, just just leaving, I think, in terms of not just money, but, you know, the value you get from people who trust you, which I think you need in this community. Totally, totally. And yeah, I want to go back to that moment you mentioned earlier, where you forgot to put the link in the OG chat. It's like, such a silly, yet critical thing, right? Like, it's so embarrassing, almost. And like, you could have just walked away with your head between your legs or your tail between your legs. But instead, you stuck around. And I mean, it just it says a lot about your character. And I think that's probably why you still have great community surrounding your project and believers. And um, yeah, you know, like, this is the space, right? Like we go through bad weather. And like you said, you've been through worse. And, you know, the obstacles you're currently facing are like this. These are small beans compared to some of the stuff you've seen in the past. Yeah. And one one thing I want to do is give a shout out. You see Solo down there. Uh, when Gen 1 launched, he's one of the original OGs. He, uh, when we started getting flooded and the project started dumping, like down to like crazy levels from a high of like 300 bucks to a low of like 
I don't even know, like like twelve dollars or something. Like it was bad. And he DM me, he was like, Yo, I'm not gonna let this shit fail this fast. Like, we gotta start sweeping. And like I had already spent a bunch of money buying rare ones because I was sleep deprived and being fucking an idiot. So I was, mm. I spent a lot on my own project. And he's like, Bro, we gotta sweep and I was like, dude, are you sure? Like we've been sweeping for like two days. Like I don't I don't wanna sweep anymore, bro. And he had like a hundred of them or something, man. And uh, just shout out to him because he really was one of the key reasons that I was able to keep going because, like, I didn't feel like I was doing it alone. He was really, like, the main guy who, like, was right there with me. And I started really – it's like he was part of the reason that I put so much effort into it. I really felt directly responsible for what happened with that money. And, like, he didn't want me to feel that way. He was just trying to help out because the community – was somewhere he liked being, but uh, all those people together that I really became friends with, I had their, you know, financial uh, choice in my hands, and I really had to make sure that it wasn't a bad one. So, you know, despite everything that happens, that's that's something I keep in mind, and that's why I don't leave. That's why when I say I'm going to do something, I do it, even if it takes longer, even if even if it gets bad along the way, it's I stick it through, and. I think in this space that is more valuable than just running much more valuable. I've seen it firsthand. Amen. Amen. And I think that's a great place to close it. Thank you so much. Wag me Jesus for being so candid and open, transparent with us and for coming on today at the last minute. Um, we had a little bit of a mix up with our scheduling and, uh, you so graciously jumped on the very last minute. So we really appreciate you. We wish you the best of luck with Updog and uh, your other projects as well. Um, you seem like a great dude. Thank you so much for being here and for bringing your community along. We've got lots of your community members in the audience. You guys are great. Um, thank you for tuning in. And you're welcome back absolutely anytime. Is there a, what's your Discord link if people want to jump in? Uh, the Updog one, we haven't actually created it yet. We were going the route of token with no Discord. And then after the token launched, our plan was slowly start going NFT route. But there will be an update within the next week on Discord and next steps. So I'd say just click the Updog page, turn on the post notifications, and stay tuned for what we're doing next. Excellent. Thank you so much again. Wish you and everybody else in the room a wonderful weekend. Everyone throw down some emoji reacts for Updog, for Wag Me Jesus, for the panel. Thank you guys all for tuning in. It's been a great one. Have a wonderful weekend. And remember, it's all bravey, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thanks, Wag Me. We'll see you guys. Yeah, thank you, guys. Peace yeah. out, everyone. Take care.